This podcast is brought to you by On Track Studio. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Taylor Lee podcast. Today, I am joined by two special guests. They are my first in-person guests, which I'm so excited for. I'm going to welcome you guys to Sage and Jenna, the owners of Miles Per Hour Apparel. Sage, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, good. How are you feeling for the podcast? A little bit nervous, our first one, but I'm super excited. Yeah. It's something we've both always wanted to do, so... Yeah, and we've gone into the real deal with the headsets and like yeah, all yeah, the things which is incredible. Jenna, how are you? I'm good, thank you for having us. You are so welcome. I want to jump straight into it. We're going to be speaking about like you guys, your business, the whole thing. Would you be able to give me just a little bit of background about miles per hour? Our motto is the journey of a thousand miles start with the first step or the first mile. Yeah. And, you know, in regards to fitness, that can be multiple routes to take. So, for example, someone losing weight, it's a long journey. Mm. However, making that first step is the biggest step. You know, once you start, that's going to be the yeah. easiest part to go down that route. Yeah. And, you know, in the end, succeed. Yeah, it's just for all aspects. That's our motto. Yeah, amazing, amazing. I think it's something even with business, anything in life, it's just all about like the micro movements actually yeah. taking the yeah, steps. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's really cool. Jenna, do you want to tell me about like that the clothing side of things where the idea kind of came from to do yeah. that? So Sage had his own line of men's shirts and cool. then I was like, I want to do it too. So we decided to join together and we just saw gaps in the market and things that we we're in the gym every day, so it made sense for us to be in our own wear. Mm. And yeah, we just were sitting on the couch one day and we were like, let's start a brand. So we did it. Amazing. Yeah. What was like the process in terms of the idea of like starting the brand to actually launching? Like how long did that kind of take? It took about eight months. I remember it was 2021 of December. And then by the time we launched, it was July 2022. Mm-hmm. So it took about eight or seven months to get it all the name the business the products the website everything like that yeah and now we are currently 10 months in yeah cool yeah. holy shit yeah you guys crazy. have done so much in 10 months oh uh, thank insane. you yeah so yeah I think um a conversation obviously you guys know I'm like from like the coaching industry yeah. and it was a conversation I was having in a mastermind I was in the other day with um one of the girls and her partner has a clothing brand and so many people that move into the online space it's like they want the instant gratification of like yeah. start the business get all the results instantly yeah and that's what she was saying like any other business and you guys are a perfect example where it's like you, I'm assuming, and we can speak to this, but it's like samples aren't right. Like trying yeah, things, definitely. doing like the website, like it actually takes some grit and resilience to yeah, actually definitely. build it up. I would love to know a little bit of background as well before we get into like all the business things, just about both of you um, with like your own kind of journey. Um, Sage, do you want to go first? Just with like fitness, what it means to you, your journey with finding it, and then obviously it's shaped yeah, the brand course. that you have. I'd love to know. Yeah. So I started training when I was 16, I think in our Christmas school holidays, pretty much. I was just bored, had nothing to do. Yeah. I was a super skinny kid growing up and I just found it as a way out of like inside or dark times. You have, mm. you know, something to get through. Yeah. Something to look forward to as well. Yeah. Yeah. Something that just can support you in those yeah, moments. Like, end of the day, like the gym's never going to not be there for you yeah yeah exactly there's always like Jim's always got my back I guess yeah I think it's really important to have like your kind of outlet if you will like whatever that might be for people and I think some people will turn to like binge drinking or whatever it might be but I think it's really cool to just have an outlet 
um, for that. And now you've fucking built a business off of it, which is really <laughs> yeah. cool. Yeah, definitely. Do you want to talk about your journey? I know you're speaking about cheer. Is that right? Yeah. That's kind of yeah. where it started so for you. I grew up as a competitive cheerleader for my whole life. So I yeah. was just always in active wear. And then when I was 18, I started a face roller business and I didn't sell one. Yeah. So then, you know, instead of using that as like a fail, I was just like, what am I going to do now? And then I went into beauty and I had my own like lash teeth whitening business. And then I wanted to turn to e-com because I was noticing like if I was sick or I couldn't turn up to work, it wasn't going to be done. So I wanted to work from home in a way. So this is now my third business, but... I'm loving it. At 21 as well. Yeah. 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 So it's good because I never looked at any of them as a fail. Like, you know, it's just taught me how to do things better or, you know, I created that first website. So then creating it for miles per hour was super easy. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a really cool lesson for people where it's just like, oh, business isn't for me if that it yeah. doesn't work, but you yeah. can actually rewrite the narrative and rewrite the story. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. No, that is cool. So what would you say that um, sets miles per hour apart from other fitness brands? Obviously, I don't like to play into the thing of like, it's a saturated industry because yeah. it's the same with any industry yeah. when you're actually just looking like, of course, it's going to seem saturated when you're in it. But when you said like the gap in the market, what really stood out to you that you felt like was missing from the apparel market? Well, I think most businesses like really care and stuff, but I think from, I don't know how we would be different to other businesses, but I just know we really care. Mm. Like I don't want anyone to ever receive a product and hate it and feel like they, you know, have to wear it or can't return it or can't be honest. And we just try and make our customer service like the best experience. So I don't know if that's different from other businesses because I know a lot of businesses care, but I think that's where, you know, we're not just in it for money. It's not because, you know, Mm. it takes so long to build a business. We genuinely want to build like a fitness empire. So, Mm. yeah. Yeah, I think that's a big thing, like from what I've noticed on your socials and things like that, where firstly you see the humans behind the business, like the two of you. It's like very obvious that it's the two of you, which is cool. And then it's like you're actually building something where it's actually a community, which is really cool. Yeah, definitely. We really strive on building like a good community behind the brand. Yeah. Like... Like Jenna said, we're not too phased about money. That's the last thing we think about. Yeah. We don't even we haven't paid ourselves a single cent from the company yet. Wow. It's all reinvested back into better products for the community and for everyone that supports us. Yeah, I love the part where you're saying how you've never taken a cent from the business, which again ties into what I was saying before with people that come into business really entitled and just want the instant gratification with yeah. things. Yeah. What have you guys done? So obviously I know that you both work other jobs to ensure that you are able to create that safety to just like build your business. So is that the biggest thing that you would say is just like having jobs and knowing that do you yeah. get where I'm going with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say going into your own business, don't jump the gun and be like, all right, I'm going to quit my job and give this 110% because at the end of the day, mm. you don't. there's no guarantee that you're going to make enough money to pay yourself. Oh, I think I'm the opposite. I think for me, I need to put 110% into the business. Yeah. So like for him, he's got like the job with the money behind it, but from my point of view I feel like I had to put 110% in Mm. but I feel like it's good that we have different outlets and looks because I see it one way he sees it another and then together we Mm. you know we work off that kind of thing like I don't mean like don't take that risk I'm saying have Have backup and stuff yeah logic behind it and Mm. really take a think and be like can I survive on this Yeah. yeah can I you know pay myself and then still put aside 
you know, 70% to reinvest to the company. Mm, totally. It's just like not having that like attachment to the outcome in a way where you actually just still know you've got you. Like yeah, you're yeah. not scrambling to pay rent and for like your groceries if the like, you know, business has yeah. a slow week. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, I love as well, like I'm curious to know, being in a relationship as well, mm-hmm. the listeners might not have known that, but these two are dating. Yeah. <laughs> How long have you guys been together? Uh, two years, just uh, over, just two, over two, years. two years. Yeah. Wow. So you started when you were kind of fresh into dating then? Yeah. Maybe about a year in? Yeah. Almost a yeah, year Yeah, it was in. quite yeah. quick, but yeah. Yeah. We How have you guys? It. How have you guys found it like together as a team? Obviously, like that's a perfect example where you do kind of contradict each other, but like yeah. I also think that's perfect having different perspectives yeah. how yeah. have you found it I think we're really good I think Sage is very um chill and very stuff's gonna happen so just you know don't stress and I'm the opposite like mm-hmm. I always need a schedule but I think together we really like complement each other and you know it is like the only thing that we ever will have like debates about is in our business not our personal relationship yeah. but I feel like at the end of the day we both really care we have the same goals so it's easy doing it when it's your best friend because you guys mm-hmm. have the same vision and you know there are hard times but you know we come out the other end and together is better than separate so yeah yeah, yeah I love we- that we usually resolve issues pretty quick too. Like if we can't get to the bottom of something, well, I yeah. take a break. It's just me being a bitch. I'm just like, nope, we're doing it this way and that's how it's going to be. Highway <laughs> or the highway. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. No, I love that. Have you guys had to have like some kind of boundaries around like business, like in terms of, you know, so that there's not a crossover with your personal life? Like, you know, is there anything you've had to say like the dinner table, like let's actually give business a break or are you kind of just uh, still... Yeah, we, yeah. I wouldn't say we have a set schedule as far as business and personal life. We have our own like time of day for, you know, exercising and eating and cleaning, you know, just everyday yeah. general stuff. But the business kind of just... It's know, always it, involved in everything, yeah. I feel. But we up. do get to the point where we're like, you know what, let's... We're out for dinner, put our phone down, the messages, the DMs that can be dealt with later. But it kind of is our whole life. Mm. So it like at the gym, we are checking DMs or that's something that we do need to like learn to set boundaries. But at the moment, it's not interfering with our life that bad. So like we're happy to do it because we love to do it. Yeah. 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 It's almost the energy of like eating the frog as well, where potentially five years down the track you'll have like you know team or like whatever yeah. then you'll be able to manage things but it's just like actually what's required for the building yeah. phase where it's like oh I actually need to respond to, yeah, to this email or whatever it might be which is cool I'm going to look I've got some questions down okay. here as well so I just want to make sure that I'm like covering the things I fully remember what I was going to say before <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Jump, okay. in, jump in I was just going to say that because we were talking about how what was the question? Like the financial stability. Oh, with yeah. Work? yeah. I was going to say that at the end of the day, our community is what makes our business work. So at mm-hmm. the end of the day, we want to make sure that our community is very involved in our business because without them, we would have no customers. We would have no money. So we really try to make our community feel like they're part of our business too and their opinions matter. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's like the two-way street of it where it's like a relationship as well where yeah. I think a lot of people go into business where – not from like the wrong perspective, but like for the lack of a better word, but it's like you do need the both to, to take yeah, that kind definitely. of thing. It's like actually looking after client relationships yeah. and like it, that's what makes business thrive. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Like we love taking time out of the day to, you know, reply to people and we don't just go, oh, like a message. We like to make the girls or boys feel like... Mm. Like we know, truly care special, because yeah. we do because yeah. it's actually insane the amount of support we have had from people that we don't know like it's just it's so overwhelming but in a good way so it's amazing yeah 
Tell me about the feeling when that you like went out in public for the first time and saw people you didn't know in your brand. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I remember we were in Burley and we were driving past and we saw a girl and I fully was like trying to get her in the background <laughs> of my photo. I actually ended up like messaging that girl and then we're going to catch up soon. But it's a pretty crazy feeling because mm. at the end of the day, these people don't owe us anything. And they choose to support us and they're just like so lovely. So I don't know how to describe it, yeah. but like you're just like, wow, I did that. So it's like mm. a really wholesome feeling. I remember it was probably like a week after we launched at um, Belgium Burley. Mm. I remember seeing, I think there was two girls and one guy in our stuff. So wow. it was re- like very quick. Yeah. And I messaged Jenna and I was like, oh, like, should I go up to them and say thank you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like, do I don't know. Do? <laughs> and then I ended up actually going up and I'll just introduce myself and I was like, oh, like, you know, thanks for buying from us. We love the support and like, mm. it looks great on you, blah, blah, blah. And they, they were like, oh, yeah, we know who you are. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, it's I love just a, yeah, yeah. It's just a crazy feeling. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, it was surreal. Like, I felt like when I wanted to go train hard, I was yeah. like, oh, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. No, that is so cool. And just, I think, so important that you do go like above and beyond to thank people which is really cool where they would have probably recognized you in all of the things it's just like that that next level of appreciation like you said it's the foundation years of like business that you're really building um and your community that you're building which is really cool I would love to know I feel like people listening that are probably enticed to this episode if they like they want to start their own let's go clothing brand e-com whatever it might be can you run me through kind of roughly what that looked like in terms of the process of like website samples? Like how did you kind of go about it? I'm really curious to know. I think we, it was all like self-taught. So mm-hmm. it took us a lot longer than it probably should have, but we weren't doing it every single day. Mm-hmm. But it kind of started with, we had the idea and then it wasn't that important, but we wanted the name first. Like the name can come later, mm. but we thought of the name and then we found our manufacturers and suppliers got samples and they were terrible. So that was what really set us back. That was like six months of just sampling after we finalized our products, you know, the website came and then our first ever shoot and then yeah, just like content and stuff so that we were known before we launched. Mm. So it was yeah. definitely no, barely any research was considered or taken on hand. We, we just winged it, yeah. We mm. dove into it pretty deep and you know, it turned out pretty well. Mm. But I would definitely recommend for anyone to start their own business or clothing or anything, any product, definitely do some research. Mm. And um, even YouTube, anything, it's so helpful. You'll find so much information out there. I would say definitely learn how to talk to your suppliers Mm. because that is what is like super hard in terms of what you want and what you're envisioning into what you get so I think spend all of your time on your samples because your samples are so important as soon as you have them the rest is easy you can Mm. create a website in a day you can plan a shoot you know in a week so I would just say yeah really be perfect on your samples before you want to launch oh yeah definitely dial in on your product samples yeah because the last thing you want is a bulk order of 100 items rocking up Mm. and it is not at all what you want yeah yeah and like how the fuck do i get rid of this yeah (laughs) what do i do with all this yeah yeah um i'm curious to know if you don't mind sharing and then if not we can just cut this out yeah what is like the amount of money that you invested initially into your business Mm -hmm. um i would say initially in total to get started Mm -hmm. we spent roughly fifteen thousand. yeah yeah and that's including buying the name the company all Mm -hmm. legal fees uh sampling shipping and our first ever bulk drop yeah 
That I don't think you would need that much money. Like okay. now we've looked back and we're like, we did not need to come out with seven items for our first drop. It could yeah, have wow. been as simple. I think it was more than it was that. Small. That was a lot. Yeah. yeah, I think it was like in the female section, 12 items. So we literally mm-hmm. could have launched with a pair of shorts and a tank top. But yeah, 15K for like accounting, websites, everything mm-hmm. like that. But that also we didn't research so we were just like yep let's just do it all but now I I mean I wouldn't regret anything Mm. but you know I definitely say you do not need that much money yeah how did you keep um expenses low so for example a shoot was it like you know getting friends whatever it might be as models like are are they kind of the ways that you're a bit like savvy with your money that's yeah funny you say that because our first ever shoot was actually through a friend who owned the gym. So, mm-hmm. you know, he was that happy was to help free. us. Yeah, yeah, that was free. He was happy to help us on a Sunday when they closed. And for our, I think for our first shoot, we were, they were all our friends. So yeah, same, we, same again. No one wanted money. We just put out, you know, food and they kept all the clothes and everything like that. No, yeah. they actually didn't for that first shoot. Oh, they didn't? Yeah, we have been extremely wow. lucky. Like with our, in terms of friends that have supported our business, like we're super grateful for that because a lot of the time they're happy to do it just to help, which Mm. is just amazing. And we give them the products and stuff now, but that first ever shoot, we were like, Oh no, like, I don't know. But Mm. yeah. Yeah, no, that's cool. And I think it's just that energy of like playing smarter rather than harder as well. I think so too. Like if you could do it for free, do it for free. You know, I know like now we're happy to like get the studios and things like that, but like that first ever shoot was completely free for us and we managed Mm. to do it all for free. So I think we're super lucky about that. Yeah. And like on our first initial drop, we spent almost every single cent we had in our savings together joined Mm. to, you know, get get off the ground and launch. So we really didn't really have another option. So it was lucky we have the people we have. Yeah, definitely. To help us. Yeah. How did that feel like money-wise? Like, like edgy with you know putting all like your savings together like how did that feel scary scary. so I think like I've just had the outcome or like the look that it needs to work and there's no option b because we had no other money to spend so for me it was like we're gonna make it work and it's gonna work and it is so far so yeah yeah Yeah. no I'm like that top that you're wearing at the moment I'm like I feel like I check your website (laughs) all the time I'm like can you restock? Yeah, I know. Right? It's coming. Yeah, no. Um, your new drop as well looks incredible. Oh, I'm so thank excited you. Yay. Yeah, we shot that yesterday. Oh, yeah. incredible. Incredible. How, so something like that, for example, like that's going to be dropping, when's it going to drop? Uh, Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay, cool. So what's like that process been? Like, obviously you've done a couple of drops since your first initial one. So when was like the designing and that, do you know when that kind of started in terms of timelines? We're quite slow with when we get a sample in, like it always kind of sits on the back burner because we've got so many other things to do. Like we have a massive box at home of samples that finally make it out and then we're like, okay, we'll do that. But I would say about like three months Mm -hmm. once we get it in, you know, I test it out. I get the girls if like I've ordered a few sizes to like give me their feedback you know, test everything like that. And then we go ahead, do our bulk order. And sometimes we get it on a plane. We're now starting to swap to get everything on a boat. So that can take um, 30 days. So that's interesting because we're used to having everything super fast. Yeah. And then once we get it, we plan a shoot and then we try and launch it within like seven days of the shoot just because everyone's so excited to get it. So we're like, we don't want to make you wait, you know, seven days for us to do advertising and then it's launched. Yeah. 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 Cool. But I feel like as well, you've done like really well in terms of, for example, this drop that I'm like, like, you know, it's it, it's yeah. happening, but it's like there's enough brand awareness around what's actually coming yeah, so people yeah. know we, about it. We tend to hop up, like when the samples come in, once we're happy with the sampling mm-hmm. process, 
we tend to use the samples while we have them and hype them up. So mm. like we'll use them on a couple of our models or Jenna sneak promotes peeks it. Yeah, and like things. sneak peeks, yeah. but we don't show it too much just to yeah, get people aware that it's coming. Yeah. And then once we actually have the bulk order, then we'll go and do like a proper shoot and get it yeah, very professional. Yeah. Yeah, cool. What would you say like your launch kind of strategy typically looks like when you're launching things? So obviously it's like you said, like the sneak peeks, the drops, all of the things. Is it mainly just like really pushing things on TikTok, social media? Do you get influencers involved? Honestly, every launch is different because we learn as we go. Like for some things that I'm like, oh, I feel like this would really catch everyone's eye. We do send it to some influencers, like give it to our friends, things like that. I wouldn't say we have like a super strict structure, but it tends to work out the same every time we do it. Mm -hmm. So obviously we hype it up with sneak peeks very early, like a month, two months in advance, Mm -hmm. just to let people know that it's coming soon. We'll shoot it, we'll hype it up, we'll give it to some of our friends and influencers as well occasionally. And then we just decide on a day that yeah. either Sage is home because he works away yeah. or a lot of the time he's not home and we just literally set a date and we go for it. So there's no structure. We kind of just fit whatever fits in with our schedule that I think when we get bigger, that is something that will definitely have to come into play is setting structures. And mm. at the moment, we're super lucky. Like I think, what's today? Friday. I think on Sunday, we said, let's do a shoot on Thursday. So, Mm. you know, but as you get bigger, it's kind of like you need more models, you need the studio to be free. But at the moment, there's no structure. We just kind of wing it and lucky for us, it works. Because of course, once the products come in, the first thing we think of is go and shooting it. Let's get it on the website. Yeah. Like the products arrive, we just, within probably the next seven days, we plan to go and shoot it. And then seven to 14 days after the shoot, we'd love to launch it. Yeah, in that time frame. That's pretty much our structure. Hmm. Yeah. Somewhat of a structure anyways. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's like a certain line where like depending on like where you're at, it's like meeting yourself where you're at, where it probably wouldn't make sense for you to treat a launch like, you know, fucking Nike treats a launch. Yeah, you know? definitely. Like it, it's yeah. that energy where I think as well, that's a huge like cockblock for people when they're starting a business, whether it's like, you know, having to have fucking 17 different types of things yeah. that you're selling yeah. for the first time. Like you said, that lesson for you where it was like, oh, what would it have looked like to just have like a crop, leggings and a yeah. shirt or something yeah, like that? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, no, that's cool. And we do feel bad when people are, with no disrespect, like nailing us for when products are coming out. You know, mm. we, we love to just be like, like, I'm sorry, but you've got to wait at least five days. Like, yeah. It's coming, but. Yeah, yeah, we no. We don't like to just receive it and go, boom, there you go, because there's no. There's we no need to, like, build it. some marketing and some yeah. hype around it, otherwise, it's not going to sell. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. I think, again, like, I see that so much in, like, the space I'm in where it's just like, I've got the idea and go, and I'm just like, whoa, like, like let's actually yeah. take a minute. Yeah. And you guys get to refine things as well. Like, I see strategy as just intentionality, where you're actually just bringing some intention. Like, okay, cool, we'll, like, shoot, we'll do this, we'll, like, push this on TikTok we'll push this on Instagram we'll get those people wearing it things like that and even I'm a perfect example where I'm like oh when are those cops coming out like I've seen it like time and time again where like if I just kind of saw it I'd be like oh no like yeah yeah, it's very different energy yeah Yeah. Yeah. so like that other part of the question you said before with TikTok and Insta Mm -hmm. like that uh, particular product tends to take over our socials five to seven days out of the launch Mm -hmm. it's pretty much all we that's all we post mostly focus on Yeah. yeah Yeah. So people are aware like this exact product is coming out this week. Yeah. Yeah. I think as well, I think there's um a like statistic or something where people need to see things at least seven times. Before I know. I, yeah. I've heard that too. I always say that yeah. to you. Yeah. yeah. And like, I think a lot of people with sales, they're like, oh, I don't want to be annoying. I don't want to like, yeah. but it's actually what's required where yeah. 
let's like use me as a consumer. I'm like potentially scroll past the crop four times. And then I see it like the sixth or seventh. I'm like, and you're oh, like, oh cool yeah. Crop. Like, yeah, yeah. I think that's what's important for people to know. Like they don't want to be perceived as the annoying one, but it's like, you got to do that. It's yeah. a business, you know, like <laughs> yeah. I think that's what people need to remember. And something I use as an example is, you know, like Black Friday, like my texts were just like going off. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just like, that's what you have to do as a business is you yeah. need to be in the forefront of your consumer's mind. Yeah, definitely. That's yeah. the thing too. Like it actually works because, you know, we'll re-upload a, a story or a post of a product that's been out for weeks and then all of a sudden it's like, you know, boom, 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 like all these people are buying it. So yeah. Yeah. We yeah. haven't posted this for like weeks and now all of a sudden it's uh, it's back. People want it, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's really easy as a business owner to think where it's like, oh, well, like of course I have that thing because like we're immersed in it every single day. But then yeah. your consumer's like – I remember one of my mentors saying to me, she was like, Taylor, like people aren't thinking about you every second of the day. I was like, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> the fuck? People aren't going to sleep thinking about me? And she was like, you actually need to like sell and show up. I'm like, oh my yeah, God, definitely. so true. So true. Okay. I'm really curious to know. I feel like a lot of people have this with business. When you were starting your business, did you have like stories come up or like kind of like resistance around like, what are people going to think? Are people going to judge? Are people going to say things? Did you guys have any of that? And how did you navigate it? Yeah, I think that's like normal. Like you kind of are so worried on what other people think or I always like bring out products and I'm like, people aren't going to like this, you know, and they do. But I think that's just like so normal. And at the end of the day, it's your business and you just need to not give a fuck what anyone else thinks. Like Mm -hmm. I think when people judge you or, you know, uh, talking about you and things, it comes from a place of being insecure that they wish they could do something like that. So that's still something that we have to learn every day while we're doing business and like deal with criticism and things like that. But yeah, at the end of the day, you've just got to do it because you're like here for one life. So there's no point in stressing or Mm. yeah. 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 What are your thoughts? Yeah. Like, like I'd say if you're passionate about say clothing like us, if you can't even take that first step and you're worried about what people are going to think, you're not going to make it at all anywhere, regardless mm. what career path you take. Yeah. Just in life, in you life, know, yeah, like, if you're going to be so consumed on yeah. what other people think, you're not going to live your life ever. Be, yeah, it can't be held back by judgment because end of the day, like, if they were going to judge you, they're not going to support your business anyways. And if they do, you know, it's just like Jenna said, it's their own security. They come, yeah. back, they come back once you're successful and be like, oh, how did you do it? Mm-hmm. Say, well, you, you yeah. know, where were you at the start? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think like a cool thing in this is like, it is such a normal thing. And I think that's a big thing for people to remember. It's like, everyone's going to have the stories, but at the end of the day, it's because it's like, you said even like the savings, investing in something, like it's fucking new. Like yeah. let's mm. just normalize like as humans, like new things are scary and edgy. Yeah. And we're going to have like things to like as a protective mechanism of like yeah. people might judge. And like whilst there can be truth to it, it's exactly like you said, it's like, well, like are you just going to be stuck in the, the cycle and the loop yeah, of that definitely. day yeah. in, day out? What would be um, one thing that would surprise most people when it comes to building a fitness apparel brand? Does anything come to mind? I just think that you have to do everything. And I know that sounds normal and straightforward but I didn't realize doing this I would have to be the person replying to the emails posting the stories packing the orders so I think that is straightforward but you know you take on so many jobs like Mm -hmm. when you have a massive business you know you delegate okay you're our email marketer you're this but having your own not fitness apparel but just business you are everything you are everyone you are the CEO you are the founder you are this you are that so I don't think that's a surprise but that for us was just very shocking because we were like holy fuck we don't know how to do any of this (laughs) and we have to learn how to yeah Yeah. and I'd probably say another thing that'd be a big shock for people is it's not 
as easy as it looks. Mm. People, you know, assume that you just message someone, you get clothes, you sell it. Mm-hmm. It's that easy. That's what people assume. Yeah, I think if it was easy, everyone would do it. Yeah. So I think that's yeah. like something. What would you say some of like the biggest hurdles have been that you have had to overcome that like, you know, the, the non-easy parts, if you will? We have had another brand give us a little bit of heat online, mm. which for me was quite upsetting um, just because I think there's enough success in the world for everyone and if you stay in your own lane you've got your own customers you know there's a million online coaches or a million eyelash techs and everyone gets customers everyone yeah yeah so I think that was a major hurdle that we had to learn to overcome because at the end of the day it was going to either consume us and we were going to quit and we were going to be like you know this is too hard I can't deal with this or you know this is our business and I'm not going to let you stop us from doing that so I think that was quite a big one that did impact us. But, mm-hmm. you know, we're still learning as we go. It's it's not easy to take criticism and judgment, but it's just something we have to do. And yeah. like that previous question, like judgment, you know, we cop a lot of judgment and we, you know, it just goes straight over our head. Like we don't really care that much what people think anymore, mm. like growing. But copying direct heat from, you know, another person, company, yeah. You know, anything like that, It's it just hits a little bit different than someone's judgment that you might not know. It was just a bit shocking. Yeah, I think we were just kind unexpected. of like, this doesn't need to happen. We're both in separate lanes. Let's just do that. Mm. I think another one was like a lot of our customers became our friends before our friends became our customers. Mm. So that was like a big one that was like a bit upsetting and something that we had to learn to deal with, yeah. like friends and family and things like that, just like not supporting you. But I think that is normal as much yeah. as it sounds really upsetting and it shouldn't be. That is something that a lot of other business owners had said, you're not going to receive the support that you think you are. And so as soon as we realised that, it just kind of was like, okay, well, we need to get over it. Otherwise, it's going to stop us from doing what we need to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. I think a lot of people, even my clients, like it's just like – whether it's friends, whether it's family, whatever it might be, it's very normal, but it also doesn't take away from yeah, like yeah. how upsetting it can it's be. It's so sad that it's a normal thing, but, yeah. you know, it is. So, yeah. 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 Support doesn't have to be someone buying something from you. You know, support can be a message. Many different, yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's many yeah. different ways Or do you need support. any help or, yeah. Just yeah. Or like, you're doing so well, I've seen you come up, you know, like anything like that is... Mm. Yeah, I think this is cool for even anyone listening that does like have family or friends starting their own business to just like take a moment of like, oh, like I think as well what people don't realize is like, of course I'm supporting, but they never actually communicated yeah. as well, which yeah. is like, yeah. it's it's coming back into a generous assumption of people when, you know, it's like, oh my God, you don't even support me, but it's like trying to have the most generous assumption of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I love what you were saying with the piece around as much as it was shit to cop heat from like another brand like if you're constantly having to take pit stops every time in your business journey it's going to be the slowest fucking journey so it's just like acknowledging the feelings that come up but still can like choosing to move anyway yeah Yeah, move forward yeah literally like your motto (laughs) yeah (laughs) what skills have you had to refine as a business owner obviously you're speaking to like wearing 101 hats yeah I fucking hate bookkeeping money i'm just <laughs> yeah, like yeah. what is this shit like what is bass yeah, um, yeah literally <laughs> we have that conversation all the time i'm like youtubing i'm like how do i business yeah <laughs> well yeah what skills come to mind that you really had to refine um even individually for your business probably budgeting and mm. um time management definitely yeah mm. like I don't know what it is, but the days seem to just fly by. Mm-hmm. It's almost like there's not enough hours in a day for what you plan or what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah, I think mm. we've definitely come a long way with time management. Like, we used to just 
do what we could when we could, whereas now we set limits. We and set time yeah. aside mm. when we can. Like especially in the morning, we wake up at you know we're up at six a.m. every morning, and that first hour to two hours is pretty much on our phone, emails. Pack, mm. We pack orders as soon as we wake up. Yeah, I think for me, it wouldn't be for the business, but like personally like I just had to learn not to give a shit what people think and Mm. you know with all the TikToks and stuff I think I've just had to learn I think it's good because it's really helped me as a person being a business owner you know I've become a lot stronger Mm. um and yeah just I've got to do what I've got to do and just yeah yeah I think it gets to be I think um people say this when you have a kid and it's like it mirrors back all your shit and it's the same with a business that's what I found it's like oh that thing that I thought I'd like transcended and moved past is like still very yeah Yeah. it's still very much there and that's why even like business coaches and stuff I'm like there has to be a mindset element because yeah definitely that's a perfect example of it where you can slap on the strategy and be like here's how to increase your sales by whatever but it's like if it's you know you're being knocked down by the judgment and whatever like it's going to be hard to yeah yeah. so that's cool I love that you've like literally fucking elevated (laughs) your mindset which is really cool as well as confidence too like Mm. that's a big thing like um I'm not too bad, but Jenna's definitely come a long way. Yeah, I think so. Confidence-wise, even being in public, like some some people in companies, they own their own clothing or product, mm. and they can't even wear it in public. It's like, um, yeah, you know, we wear this shit every day. Yeah, everywhere we go, we think, well, what what from Marlsboro can we wear? Yeah, they're both decked out in it <laughs> yeah. to paint a picture as well. Right now, I'm like yeah. looking at them. I'm like, yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, like I think on the TikTok and stuff, I'll always do it because Sage is at work. But in terms of like the Instagram, you actually never see me on the Instagram. Mm. I just like don't like doing that's I just like being in charge I don't like being the model or doing all the content but like yeah I think that is something I've gained a lot of confidence in like even filming you Mm. know filming myself in TikToks or you know having to message like people with a large like following like you know things like that I think it's really helped Mm. yeah this is cool and there's just so much mindset tied into like whatever business it might be like I think so because your mindset is everything you know if you think you're gonna fail you are if you think I'm a massive brand then eventually one day you're going to be like that totally totally even the piece around like messaging people and it's like you know if someone you know doesn't respond or whatever it's like well what are you going to make that mean about yourself and your yeah, business? yeah, yeah you're definitely. just gonna like yeah. carry on and not make it mean anything yeah which is, yeah yeah don't, don't take it personally yeah yeah i think so business is like a as bad as it sounds it's like a selfish field you know you've mm-hmm. got to do what you've got to do for your business and other people do too like if they're creators or influencers like it's everyone else's business so Mm. sometimes you've just got to do what's best for you totally totally with um time management what has been like some things that you've like kind of like refined that has elevated your time management skills like is it kind of like time blocking with things and just like having that set routine like you said with waking up like what things would you say for anyone listening that's like I relate like hours just slip through my fingers in a day yeah what things Uh, could you recommend I would probably say main thing is definitely waking up earlier like we Mm. are up early every single day and we have a pretty similar schedule on a daily basis it's pretty well Mm. like wake up we pretty much eat get ready for the day and then pack orders check Instagram check socials Mm -hmm. reply to what we can emails pack orders drop them off by like 9am they're probably in the post office and then we usually train in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the day, we just dedicate what we can. If we have anything to do, we'll dedicate it to that. Yeah. And any spare time that we do get, that you know, we spend for ourselves and on our personal relationship. Yeah, yeah. I think we're still, like, learning as we go. Like, mm-hmm. some days we're, like, headless chickens running around <laughs> yeah. and, you know, we're, like, overwhelmed with how much we have to do. But I think as we're 
going, we're learning and... We're kind of finding finding a schedule slowly. Yeah. 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 My coach said to me, like, how you show up in one thing is how you show up in everything. Yeah. So I think, like, she said to me, don't go to the gym and be in the car park replying to DMs. Like, you know, you need your own time mm. so that then you can put 100% into your business and not feel like you have to, but because you want to. So I think small things like that, like we're still learning as we go, but, you know, you also need your own time and you need like to take a step away from the computer and things like that in to get back in and do it 100%. Yeah, no, I love that. Was That was one of the first things my business coach told yeah. me as well. And it was just like even the energy too of – you know, if let's speak to honesty and directness as an example, if with your friends, you can't be honest and direct, the same thing's going to be mirrored in your business. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I think that's a really cool lesson as well. And boundaries is such a big thing for business owners. And I'm the same where I used to like be at the gym. I'm like, Oh, a client message. I'm like, go out the back and like reply. And I'm like, (laughs) yeah, they can wait 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to, they're not going to, we're not going to lose them or, you know, they're not going to think that we're horrible people. It's just, yeah. 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 Totally. Just those internal boundaries shifted so much for me. And like you said, then you actually have the energetic capacity when you are on to actually be on. You're fully in there. Yeah. 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 Cool. Obviously you work um, away. So is that like week on week off? Yeah. Seven days on seven days off. Do you um, tend to be doing much like when you are away working or that's like kind of a thing that it's just like get out of work and then you're back in for the seven days? Yeah, like honestly, I don't get much time. I work underground. So anyone that knows I don't have any mobile phone. I don't have anything like that. I have no Mm -hmm. connection to the outside world. (laughs) So I pretty much, I don't have my phone for probably up to 14 hours a day, depending on what I'm doing, but... Yeah, I don't have my phone at all. And then once I finish work at 6 p.m., mm-hmm. I go straight to gym. And like what Jenna touched on, I'm pretty much there to get it done. Like especially after working all day, I'm just in there, get it done, go home, get ready for the next day. And then Fuck. I talk to Jenna while I'm away. So I'm yeah. going, <laughs> when I do get time, it's – don't tell my boss this, but or I hope he's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> if I do get time at work, I will go on Alibaba and, or look, yeah. look for manufacturers, speak to manufacturers. Mm. Um yeah, or be on social media trying to reply to people mm. when I get the chance. Yeah. Um, but yeah, at night I'm usually talking to Jenna and if we have time, we usually just go, yeah, same thing, manufacturers just mm. behind the scenes kind of work. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. Not, it's, not too much hands-on stuff while I'm away, unfortunately. Yeah, totally. It's the whole thing of playing like smarter, not harder again. Like mm. I remember like lunch breaks and stuff when I was in my office job and like <laughs> go out and I'm like doing work in my like 30-minute lunch break. Yeah. It's just like what's required, hey. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I've got like two more questions. What um, can we expect to see from miles per hour for the next year? Like what that you can give away? Yeah. <laughs> well, we're coming up to our first birthday in oh July, God. which is crazy. Yeah. Um, so that's super exciting, but we just want to push products. We want to, I would love to do like a, what's the word for it? Not like a meet and greet, like a some kind of event. Thing. Yeah, like yeah. an event. I would yeah. love to do something like that. Heaps more shoots, maybe like branch out into overseas a little bit more. Yeah, cool. Just, yeah, just heaps of things, just more products. Um, Yeah. Just, just bigger and better. Yeah. yeah. Just really we just want to grow yeah. as much as we can in the next year. Yeah, we have we always have chats about like the community side of stuff too. Like, mm. like Jenna said, have an event, either hire a studio or even we've had ideas to like go to the gym and yeah. you know, just let people know we're going to be here at this time if you'd like to yeah you know say hi or have any questions or anything like well you know we're open for a chat yeah yeah cool no I think community is big and just like things that set you apart as well where it's Mm. just like oh like other clothing brands don't do this like I think like that's cool yeah amazing what is one piece of advice as business owners I'll do like individually that Mm -hmm. you would give to someone starting their own business 
mine kind of ties into mindset mm-hmm. a lot. Like, like I said earlier, you just got to think, fuck everyone. Like, you know, you can't. Yeah, in the most loving way possible. Yeah, yeah like, that was so aggressive. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, I get what you mean. Though. Fuck everyone. Like, <laughs> um, you can't expect people to buy from you because you're you mm. like don't be like oh you're my mate you should buy from me just you know support can come in different ways yeah and one thing i did learn especially working where i work mm-hmm. one guy always tells me if you rock up expecting to be fucked around you won't be disappointed mm. so in a way go in with like go, go do you, like dropping the expectations kind of thing yeah, of like you, how people are gonna respond yeah not even people just all around in general like if you yeah. go in with the lowest expectations if something does go wrong you're not going to be disappointed or shocked. Yep. You can you can work around it a lot easier. Yeah, having that mindset, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I get you. If you because like a lot of stuff, you go in like high hopes, this and that, and mm. then if it's a bit of a letdown, you kind of think it's shit. The whole experience is shit. But yeah, you know, having that better mindset, it's almost like it's a lot better of an experience. Yeah, just letting expecting it, less. letting it be, and kind of just trusting the yeah, process, yeah. if you will. Mm. Like trusting your gut, because a lot of people, you know, in their gut, they're like. You know, there's potential that's going to be shit, but in their mind, like, nah, it's going to be perfect. Mm. And having that, that's when you get let down a lot and it really gets to you. Yeah. I yeah. find, yeah. Mm. I just think go in with it with, like, 100%. And if you truly want something to work, it will work. So don't let anyone else, you know, mm-hmm. stop you from hitting your goals and just be ready to, like, have to do everything and learn. But also, like, love the journey and the mm. process. Like, if you're always in something for the bigger picture or the outcome or the end goal. Like I've even noticed that like I'll be happy when we get to this amount of money or I'll be happy when we get to this amount of followers and we get there mm. and then you're like, okay, I feel no different. Yeah. And then there's times where I'm packing orders and I'm so overwhelmed and I'm like, oh my God, but then I need to like remember, no, no, this is part of it. Like, you know, I'm going to look back in 10 years and be like, oh my God, remember when I was stress packing this amount of orders. Yeah. So I think really just love the whole journey mm. because otherwise you're just going to throw it all out the window and in 10 years you're going to look back and be like, I didn't even enjoy that. So trust the journey and yeah. love it all and don't just be in it for the end goal. Yeah. yeah. Don't get lost in... You know, in your goals financially especially like yeah yeah just trust the journey and love the journey mm. yeah I think that's cool even the piece too where well like for business six months ago I would have loved to be packing this many orders yeah you know? it's yeah. like those moments where it's just constantly coming back into yeah definitely and, yeah just knowing it's a part of the process and it's whatever that quote is as well I always butcher this when I go to say it to people <laughs> but it's like the man who loves walking will get there before the man who loves the end destination yeah, or yeah, something. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, ties into the motto, which we love to see. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do have one final question. So have you started with a business coach for No, no, this was just my fitness coach. Fitness but coach, she right, does yeah. like she helps me in she has her own business being an online um, fitness coach. Yeah. But she's just like super supportive in mm. always helping me because she knows that I do run a business and she understands it is hard to show up to the gym and show up for yourself and show up for – so she's just really helpful in that area. Yeah, yeah, cool. That's really cool. Would you say it's like really important for business to still be like showing up in those other areas? I know from my experience I like – the gym kind of went out the window when yeah. I started my business and then it was like – I have nothing to fill up my own cup. Yeah. You know? Well, I think that's important because like you said, then you're not filling your own cup. And then how are you meant to run a business where you're not even happy? You Mm -hmm. know, I think like, you know, you have to set the boundaries of like, 
okay, well, I can't actually go out on the weekend because, you know, I have stuff to do on Sunday. But, you know, if the gym is something you love doing, like make the time for that because the business can wait an hour. Or, Mm. you know, if it's your morning coffee and a walk, like make the time for that because then you're trying to run a business where your cup is not full and how can you run a business where you're not 100% in it. So I think it's really important to you know, make sure you're happy and you're doing things for yourself, but just set the boundary of like business kind of comes first or you come first and then, you know. Yeah, no, I get you. Almost like um, checking what like your values are. So then it's, yeah, like you said, well, okay, maybe to like go to the gym and all of the things is going to mean saying goodbye to like going out on weekends. Yeah. You know, things like that where it's just like. Yeah. Just check your values and see if they align with what you truly want. Yeah. Yeah. On top of that, it's like, doesn't have to be like fitness and gym but your own hobby mm. if you don't have the discipline you know to feed yourself right to train right to yeah. you know go when you don't want to go yeah how are you gonna you know put that discipline into your business like be like oh you know i've been here for an hour i might just go on my phone for two hours you know, yeah. Like yeah you need to have that yeah to help you grow in your business as well fucking oath I, mm. I feel like the gym has taught me so much about business i'm always one of those people that just like ping off when i'm at the gym and i was like mm. I think I did like 10 reps and my like program was 15. I'm like, well, yeah. like, are we actually going to tap out when it's 10 and it gets yeah. hard? Like, Cause that's business, <laughs> yeah. right? It's yeah, like, exactly. it's, it's, it's so true. Like if you can't even fucking make your bed in the morning, you can't drink your water. Like yep. there's no chance in hell that you're going to be able to build like a multi six figure business. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. I think the gym builds so much discipline yeah. cause like say said, you don't want to go sometimes and you just have to get up and go all like you said, you know, you just want to tap out at the 10th, but you've got to get to the 15th. And I think that does align heaps with business, sorry. Yeah. You know, like when you are tired, you still have to pack orders. Mm. So if you don't do it, they're not going to get done. So you have to have discipline and, you know, I could just sit on the couch and watch Netflix, but like I need to do this for my business and have the discipline to do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. Help, helps with overcoming like hurdles too. Like, mm. you know, you have a problem your business you just give up it's like the same thing at the gym you, you get hard you give up yeah mm. like you know it's creating evidence that you can do hard things yeah even if it's outside of business it's like okay i can do this and then you fucking cop backlash from another brand yeah. it's like well i can do hard things yeah like, it's yeah. just creating evidence for your brain where it's like cool I can yeah definitely yeah cool all righty well i think i'll leave it there that was such a good episode <laughs> yeah, thank you so freaking much for coming yeah, in amazing. and traveling from the gold coast as well um for anyone listening that wants to find out more information about you both and your brand where can they find you more information all of the things well on instagram we are milesperhour.apparel same as tiktok and then just milesperhourapparel.com for our website amazing yeah nice and easy yeah um what about your personal handles if people want to find you guys individually uh so i'm at sage phoenix underscore i think or <laughs> yeah it's sage phoenix <laughs> <laughs> and then i think i'm just jenna baxter with a double r on the end nice yep. and easy yeah. amazing we'll keep it in the show notes for everyone as well so yeah, they can scroll yeah. i'm like such a visual person i'm like yeah if yeah. i hear something it's just going <laughs> yeah like yeah one ear, in one ear and out the other well i will leave it there thank you everyone for tuning in and i will catch you in next fortnight's episode